Julie Bethany, and I'm so excited to hang out with you today. Welcome to the podcast that shows you how to live the life of your dreams as the best version of yourself starting today, which is what I call living vicariously through yourself. I have full confidence that you can start enjoying living the truest to yourself you ever have and manifesting the life of your dreams right away because this concept is exactly what I used to propel myself into entirely switching careers, moving across the country when I felt the pull to, and doing numerous other things with courage I wouldn't have had otherwise. I'm passionate about showing you how to find and follow the callings in your life too. It'll be like hanging with a friend and a coach at the same time as I walk through this journey with you and help you get crystal clear on what you want, who you want to be, and how to achieve both so you can start working toward living the life of your dreams today and keep dreaming for more because you are so worth having and being all you can be in this one precious life you're living. I'm excited to live it alongside you and share the tips, tricks, and encouragement you need to really move the needle in your life and achieve success as you define it. Welcome to Living Vicariously Through Yourself, the podcast. Today's episode contains a requested episode topic. You can request a topic for an episode at juliebethany.com and I will try my very best to include it. I can't wait to see what you come up with. This is an episode topic requested by my dear friend Ariel from Long Beach, California. She puts a lot of hard work into everything she does, so you go girl, and I'm so grateful for the requests you had that will hopefully impact others who need to hear about the same thing. Love you lots. Okay, today we're going to chat about one of the least fun things to experience and how you can feel better and really more like yourself again if you go through it. In fact, a lot of us have unfortunately been there and may get there again, but we want to try our best to prevent it, though it can be part of life, reroute ourselves if we see the warning signs, and get out of it if it's something we're full-on experiencing, so we'll talk about all of those things. Mental health is super important, and it's really, really important to be gracious with yourself and listen to yourself and your mind and your body, because as my mom always says, your body will tell you when something is wrong, and you need to change something around, because something's got to give, and it can't keep being your health. This episode is about burnout. In fact, as I'm writing and recording this episode, I've taken a mental health day personally off of work from my day job. I also had to take one last month because we're in a really stressful quarter at work and I'm in a somewhat stressful season of life in general too. And at the point where I stop being able to see my computer screen straight, I know I have to take a step back and put work aside, even if it's in the middle of the week like it is now. (laughs) And I do love my job, but I wanna make sure that I show up as the best version of myself, so sometimes need to do that. Now, I'm super fortunate because the company I work for really cares about mental health, And I was able to set up my teams for success the day before and be completely transparent with that need to my boss 
who I'm lucky is always super supportive of their team when they need days like this. But even if your boss or your company aren't, you still have to give yourself what you need even if others aren't going to. I'll say it again for those in the back. You still have to give yourself what you need even if others aren't going to or aren't able to. If you don't fill yourself up first, you'll come up dry and won't have anything left to pour into others or into work or into yourself. You've got to fill yourself up first and that's how we prevent burnout first and foremost. You need time set aside to not only rest, not only relax, but to do what you love and what makes you happy and fills you back up. You can recharge to a certain point off of rest alone, but the energy you crave lies in filling yourself back up with the things that you really love. For example, sleep will only get me so far. I try and get a massage at least monthly so I can release all the tension I've built up. Sleep alone can't do that. I also have, <laughs> you can laugh at me, a foot and leg massager, not only because I have some bougie-licious tendencies, but also because it helps me feel better. I walk a lot. I wear shoes with a heel, even if a thick heel, a lot. I live in Manhattan, so I walk all over the place for fun and for work. I invested in that machine so that I could not only give my feet and legs a rest, but so that I can get them up to tip-top shape, maybe tiptoe shape, no, too far, so they can carry me through my days and the steps I need to take to reach success on my own terms. Love those metaphors. So preventing burnout means taking a good look at that schedule and scheduling time to rest your body physically and your soul mentally. You need to have soul-filling things in your calendar. You need to be scheduling things to look forward to and that make you happy and where work and other stressors aren't allowed to come with you. This is a need if you're going to function at the highest capacity possible and as the best version of yourself. Get a manicure or a mani-pedi so you can not physically pick up your phone to look through work emails. <laughs> Get those hands occupied so you can actually relax and you have no other option because you aren't going to truly enjoy the things you've built into your schedule if you're allowing your stressors to take you from fully enjoying them and robbing you of experiencing the present. Let the present be your gift. That's another important factor. Take your work and or the things you need to do one step at a time. Remain in the present. Don't worry about what you have to do in the future, but do what you can now in order to help yourself feel better prepared in the future, but also use that future to look into the things you've built into your schedule that excite you and you can look forward to. So you're telling me you don't have anything to look forward to. Okay, we're going to fix that. Go ahead and take out your cal on your phone or on your computer or your super cute planner if you're a pencil or pen or gel pen and paper sort of person, or tell your pal Alexa or Siri to schedule it. Um, sorry if I just made either of them go off and join us, but whatever you need to do, put it in your calendar. Like right now, like pause me if you have to for a sec, but what fills you up or what time do you have coming up where you can put something that fills you up 
once you decide what it is into your calendar. Even if you don't know what it is, put it in now. Put the time there so that you can add something to it. You have to have breaks for yourself. It's like elementary schoolers at recess, but adults still need breaks. (laughs) In the upcoming couple of weeks, I have only tonight and Sunday night free. It's Wednesday when I'm recording this. I'm exhausted thinking about it. Things do come up in our lives, but those nights you have free or those moments or those even 60 minutes, protect them for your own sanity's sake and thus the sanity of everyone around you. Because when you are not your best self, it impacts not only you, but those around you negatively. And when you are able to be your best self, it impacts you and those around you positively. All right, so that's preventing burnout. Make sure we're scheduling rest time. And that includes enough sleep, by the way, like getting time to sleep, like not like, okay, I booked five hours in my schedule to sleep. No, you need the full eight hours or whatever your body needs to fully recharge and rest. And make sure we're also scheduling time to do something that brings us joy so we can use that energy to carry us through the less exciting tasks. Okay, now if you start to experience burnout, what we need to do is identify the cause and nip it in the bud now, right away. Otherwise, you will burn out. All right, take a quick trip with me here. And I mean trip as in an adventure, by the way, wherever your brain just went. Anyway, we're out camping. Yay! Even if you're more of a glamper, like have to have showers nearby or something like that, um, because I am too, it's fine. Pretend for one moment we're camping, okay? So we're camping or glamping or whatever. And we're enjoying looking up at the stars and how huge they are. And oh my gosh, there's my sign's constellation and how many stars are out there. And now we're outside the city and there's a sweet, soft breeze and you can hear the sounds of night crickets or frogs or whatever. And you see the moon reflecting onto the lake and all is beautiful, all is bright All is calm, round young marshmallows getting prepared for a s'more that we are about to make. Campfire crackling, and it's gorgeous. We're telling ghost stories, or if that freaks you out, then fine, tales of our youth. But here we are, enjoying life together. Then suddenly, that sweet, light wind that smells like, I don't know, whatever you want it to smell like campfire if you like that or uh, I don't know beach scent whatever sandalwood put it in there anyway that sweet light wind starts to blow out our campfire just a little bit oh no and we're good in our hooded sweaters here but that fire is our source of warmth and comfort and survival for living well out here on our wonderful camping adventure and that fire is being threatened by an external force to go out. Please tell me you wouldn't just give into the wind, but you would add some kindling or wood or coal or whatever makes fires burn more. Clearly, I'm not a regular camper and I'm giving myself away here, but bear with me. But you're going to keep that fire and therefore yourself alive, right? 
Like you'll do what little effort it takes now to prevent it from going out later, right? Like we're not going to wait until it's down to burning embers to have to do even more work when we're already starting to freeze out here and our peace is far from gone, correct? That's what burnout is like. We shouldn't let our fire burn out that is keeping us in a state of surviving and thriving. We would fix the problem if we see it, yeah? If we know what's coming, we would take care of it so we prevent the worst from happening, right? We would schedule the rest and the exciting thing and take a moment to give ourselves the time we need or stop doing so much of the thing exhausting us so we don't go down that road of burnout, right? Okay, so how do you know though that you're getting burnt out? Because with a campfire, you can see it super clearly and your uh, s'more won't be roasting as quickly. And you may be confused now, but I promise the signs are clear for burnout too. But it involves listening to ourselves and our bodies to catch it early and prevent ourselves from entirely burning out and needing even more help down the road when we're even more exhausted. I promise you don't want to get there, so let's talk about some early signs of burnout. All right, so signs of burnout include a shorter fuse. When I'm heading toward burnout, I have less patience with my cat when she's meowing to leave my room. Though it's our bedtime and she's already gone out five times earlier, within the past half hour, and now it's 11 p.m., and I'm past the point of exhaustion and just want to close my eyes. I snap and I snap at her. It sounds funny, but really, I tell my cat to get out and swing the door open wide super dramatically because of course she understands English, right? She's a smart cat. (laughs) But that not normal reaction is a sign of stress. You can also start feeling more tired than usual or like you just want to crawl in bed when you get home or like you don't want to see anyone or like you don't have enough energy for the gym a week in a row, or a multitude of other things that just don't sound like you. For a prolonged period of time, if you feel you're in a slump, you still know it's not normal for you to feel tired all the time, even if you've been not feeling great for a while. It's not your best self, and you start to feel as if you're catching glimpses of your worst self. You may start being less kind to those you love, or not want to be around them at all. Everyone needs a break sometimes for bringing around others, by the way, and everyone gets tired sometimes, and everyone has that one day or week once in a while where the gym looks like too much effort. But I'm talking about a sudden slump, and you don't feel great, and it's not the week before or of something, ladies listening, etc. We can often point to a cause in these cases too. There absolutely is one always, at least, but sometimes it's a little sneakier. How you feel has changed. So what in your environment has changed? Is it that you're suddenly dealing with a stressful project at work? Or you're taking on the emotional burden of a friend? Or you're having to pick up your kids at a different time? or you're having to watch others' kids for a longer period of time, or is it something else? Life happens, and sometimes things have to be a certain way for a while. If someone in your family gets sick, it's important to take care of them. 
Or if a friend is going through a crisis, of course you want to be there for them. Or if you're tackling a big project at work, of course those things you want to do, but there needs to be a light at the end of the tunnel if the thing is short term. Or if it's long term, you need to set some boundaries and create some space for yourself to thrive instead of just surviving. You cannot neglect yourself in the process of doing whatever you're doing for someone else because you're not going to be able to help anyone else if you crash. My cat is blocking my screen, so I can't see what I'm supposed to be reading. (laughs) Oh, hey, popping in to see if we're on that level of friendship yet where you want to hang out outside this podcast. If you do, feel free to join me and pop on over to juliebethany.com or on Instagram at juliebethany or at Vicarious Podcast. See you there. Ariana Huffington, the co-founder of the Huffington Post, tells a story in her book Thrive about literally conking out at her desk at work because she pushed herself and her body and her mind so much that her body reacted negatively. We want to prevent that. In addition, I'm happy to share my own recent story of prolonged work stress, but essentially I thought I'd gotten ringworm from the gym. I know, TMI and sorry, but we're diving in anyway. (laughs) So I think I have ringworm. I went to the doctor and then the dermatologist, who then laughed at me kindly, and said I actually had capillaritis. Just like you, I was like, what? What is that? Essentially, my capillaries were literally bursting in my arms and legs and creating these fascinating but terrifying huge splotches everywhere that made me think I had ringworm and had spread it because I shaved, but nope, apparently I was just putting too much pressure on my body And my capillaries were literally bursting. Bursting. They look like little fireworks splotches on my legs and arms and all over. It was horrifying and fascinating all at once. In fact, I still have some of those marks because a few months later, they're still trying to heal. But you know what? I wasn't doing anything super different than normal at the gym but I was stressed out of my mind. (laughs) I probably wasn't breathing well when I was lifting or something, and that's what must have made it happen. Quoting my mom again, but your body will tell you when something's wrong. I was burnt out, and my body was screaming at me and bursting itself (laughs) before I took a hint to slow it the heck down. Don't let yourself get there. Prevent it early because your body will make you stop. Your body will make you take time off anyway to go make sure you're not dying or have ringworm or whatever. Okay, we're going to hang because there's sirens in the background. So we're going to take some emergency here. Okay, we have closed the window because there are sirens blaring outside and we are in the city (laughs) moving right along. So what do you do, though, if you do get there? What if you are experiencing burnout? I'm so sorry if this is you right now, and I absolutely feel for you, and I'm going to help you out, but you have to take action, even if that action means stopping all action. Sounds counterintuitive, but 
truly, I will help walk you through that. First, we need to identify what's causing your stress. Why are you feeling burnt out? You will know what's literally sucking the life out of you and dimming your light. We need to infuse more life into you and light that flame again. So some great questions to ask yourself are, what in your schedule is for you in this next week? Nothing? Figured, if so, (laughs) because that's what I do and try and prevent. But if there's nothing in your schedule for you in this next coming week, that's most likely the case. But where are you going to put time in for you? What do you have to cancel if your schedule's packed to fill yourself back up? I am 100% serious here. You cannot keep going burnt out or your body will shut down if it isn't already. Running on fumes only works for a few seconds. Then the car is going to break down and stop and we want to prevent that crash. What do you need to cancel or move around? Is it an evening plan with someone and you actually need to take that time for yourself instead? Can you get creative and rearrange something? Like, can someone else take the kids on Thursday evening for a couple hours while you get a massage? Can you delegate part of your stressful project to someone else on your team? Or tell your boss you need to reshape it to produce your best work? Do you need a mental health day? Or maybe you have a really full week, so what can you plan on the weekend? Or what plans can you cancel or refuse, kindly, like reject if someone tries to schedule something new on your calendar so you get that time to yourself. Can you plan a vacation or staycation after the product launch date, after the project's done, after whatever's stressing you out might get better? What is it that you can do? What is it you can do for you, for your survival? Try to get yourself back on the path to thriving. Something's got to give and it cannot be your mental or physical health or it will take everything down with it. Put your own breathing mask on first before helping others. It may take a difficult conversation with someone you love, but it's better now than when you fully break down and explode on them because pent-up frustration will explode somehow. It's inevitable because it's pent up and you need to let it out in a healthy way before it comes out in an unhealthy way. Let's put that spark back in you. Get you excited for something you can look forward to. Take care of yourself at the very minimum and get off the hamster wheel for long enough for your head to stop spinning for a moment so you can see things clearly. Let's light you back up again so your ideas for things that excite you come back and so does your joy. If you remain burnt out, your best ideas and your biggest capacity for compassion and literally everything are so dimmed and blocked that it's counterproductive. Remove your own roadblock. You are in control of what you accept. You can even block time on your calendar throughout the workday to take a moment to meditate or whatever it is you need. 
If you're burning the candle at both ends, like you're working and are in school at the same time, or you're caretaking and you have a job, find a way for someone to cover one or both ends for a moment. Someone that is not you. (laughs) Take a step back and things will feel so much clearer than when you're in the trenches yourself. I promise those relying on you will get a much better version of you if you give yourself a moment to step away, even from them, and come back better than ever. Also, sometimes that moment to step away will help you realize you're on the wrong path. You really want to know when you're on the wrong path, right? Like you don't want to keep running a race that's going to get you nowhere and further from where you need to be, right? I was so burnt out from teaching that when I went on spring break my third year, I decided I wasn't going to continue teaching and my next question was, can I survive two more months or do I need to leave now for my own personal health? Like Marmy recommends to the girls in the 2019 version of Little Woman, I did what I had to do for someone else. I stuck it out for my students, but I knew the light at the end of the tunnel was that I was going to leave at the end of the school year. I borrowed energy and motivation. Then, students barging into my classroom to literally punch each other in the face in the middle of a lesson, and kids lighting actual fires in my classroom didn't seem so terrible anymore because it was going to be over soon. I'm not even kidding. You know in your heart what you need to do, but sometimes you need to step away to see it clearly, especially when you're viewing it through tears because you're crying every weekend dreading the next week. Sometimes, like in the case of what I was experiencing teaching, you might have to share what you're going through with someone else who can validate how you're feeling. You might seem crazy to yourself if you are so stressed by what's happening and try and convince yourself out of thinking that's abnormal until someone else can affirm that for you. I didn't know what I was going to do next when I left teaching, but I knew I had to get out in the version of how I was teaching in order to survive and even consider thriving. Is there something like that for you? Chances are you know what you have to do if that is the case, even if it's on a micro scale, like something small you need to stop doing to prevent a bigger blowout down the road. Don't blow out your candle. Don't let it get blown out. Light her up with passion. So that brings me to the thought that you may not know where you're going, but if you know the path you're on isn't the right one for you, get off of it. Take a moment to step back, reflect, and reroute. I didn't know where I was going when I left teaching, but I knew I had to get off that path so I could explore other paths. Once I got off the path for a short time, even if that's all you have, I was able to consider some options and how I would survive in the in-between until I discovered the next path I was taking so that I could thrive. I camped out a while and focused on what worked to rekindle my fire. Now, sometimes you can't get off the hamster wheel or the path entirely, but you can take a moment or a short amount of time to step back to plan how to route yourself off the path you're on to another one. It may take more work when you're already stressed from the work you're doing, 
but I promise it will actually be easier to do that because you are creating your own light at the end of the tunnel and digging yourself out of the rut you're in. Time invested in figuring out where to go next will save you time in the future, I promise. So where are you going to take that time? Where are you going to give the gift of that time to yourself? Think of the life you want and the dreams you have and who you want to be and start there. If you need guidance in doing that, episode one of this podcast will always be around for you to take that guided journey with me and it's less than a half hour of your time. The perfect amount for you to take to contemplate what you want for yourself amidst a busy schedule. And as always, if you feel stuck, consider how the best version of yourself would handle something and let that be your guide. Imagine yourself handling the situation, having the tough conversation, or and taking care of yourself so you can thrive in a way you see your best self thriving. Even if right now you're feeling like the worst version of yourself possible. It's okay, and it's only temporary, but only you have the power to make that change. I believe in you, and you can borrow that belief for yourself too. So, what next step are you going to take today to get some time to yourself to relight your fire, to do something that excites you, or cancel something that is unnecessary and will just burn you out even more? Get your s'mores materials ready and take care of yourself. If you need permission to do that, I'm giving it to you now from my literal own personal health day. (laughs) We're writing and recording this episode for you are a priority because I'm literally preaching to myself and trying to practice what I preach by taking that day today. Go and make me proud. And most importantly, go and make yourself proud. You have so much to offer the world and yourself, and I can't wait to see what it looks like when your fire is fully lit and you're enjoying your life to the fullest. Fires that are fully lit can more easily spread to others' candles and help relight them too. So you are going to be helping yourself and so many people around you. All right, I will see you next week. Go rock it. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and I can't wait to see you back here next time to share with you more practical tips, tools, and encouragement for how to live the life of your dreams as your best self starting now. If you want to take this journey with me, go ahead and subscribe if you haven't already so it's easier to see when a new episode appears. And if you think it'd help a friend, feel free to pass it along too. I have even more exciting content on the way, but because this podcast is all about providing you the most value possible and helping you on your journey to the life of your dreams, I'd love to hear your feedback. So let me know in the comments what you'd like to hear about in future episodes too. You can also put your wins there so I can celebrate alongside you. I'm so excited to walk each step of the way with you and see all you'll accomplish and become. Enjoy your week and I'll catch you next time when we can celebrate you being even closer to living the life of your dreams because you are so going to crush 
living vicariously through yourself this week. Go shine bright so others can see your light and know it's possible for them to achieve their dreams too. Because you going for your dreams just might be the inspiration for someone else to go for it and pursue their dreams too. I can't wait to see you next time.